Sony man, Sony man, what has Sony got planned? Hey, we're talking about Sony Spider-Man plans today on Marvel Movie News because there is rumors that they've got a brand new movie set for 2021. What could it be and how is it going to tie into Morbius, which is looking more and more like it might be part of Sam Raimi's universe? What does that mean? Let's talk about it all today on Marvel Movie News. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. We talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's Marvel Movie News. Hey, Marvelites, welcome back to Marvel Movie News. We are coming to you live from the offices of the Daily Bugle. Uh, which is actually the most appropriate one that we've ever come from because it's a newsroom. So. Yeah. yeah, and we're yeah. technically a newsroom. Yeah, kind of. Should the line? Stretching the, the definition of news. But <laughs> it's hey, in look, our Ben Yurick is still alive. It's great. Oh, I'm so is glad he, to be though? here. I mean, is he? in the Daily Bugle, sure. Well, I guess it dis- that's all depends. Yeah. What universe are we in? And we're asking that question a lot today because yeah. we've got some more set photos from Morbius that are just like raising more questions Ooh. than they've answered. And and then, uh, oh boy, what else is going on? We've got this Sony Marvel movie that had just been uh, just the, like leaked out for October of 2021, but we don't know what it is. There's some possibilities and some rumors about that. We're going to talk about that, plus some Loki news and some other stuff. It's Marvel. We Yay! Marvel. But who are we talking about Marvel all the time? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've, it's important. I'm Zach That's- Wilson. I'm Z Anderson. Hi. Marvel. And I'm Christian Blatt, and we're here talking Marvel with yeah. you, everybody in the chat. I'm keeping an eye on you, so if uh, you say anything inappropriate, watch out. Uh-huh. The, no, it's good to see everybody. The band Mjolnir yeah. will come down on you. Did you say the band Mjolnir? The band Mjolnir? Oh. Like the band hammer. Yeah. But I for some reason Mjolnir. thought you said the band, and I no, was like, that'd be cool. What band is that? Do they dress as Thor? That's exactly <laughs> my band that we, dr- we all dress as Thor. We play on weekends. I like that. Yeah. I wear the Beta Ray Bill mask behind the drum kit, but yeah. we're not ready yet. I oh. just I uh, I wear a Thor helmet, and I play the didgeridoo. Yeah. yeah. That sounds like an interesting it, band. It's the only two instruments, and there's yeah. no singer. It's just oh. a didgeridoo oh. and a drum. Yep. Okay. It's kind of great. A yeah. single drum. Yeah. Uh-huh. One drum. <laughs> <laughs> this is sounding worse and worse as time goes on. <laughs> Fair. Um, but yeah, we're going to get through all of everything. Please uh, let us know what you think in the chat. Christian's got an eye on you. I and, do. Uh, we're going to see what comes up. Thank you to uh, Colpado who's helping us out on Twitter from the Star Jammer. And we got Mr. Fantastic Ryan in the booth. In the booth. Fresh off ships in the night. <laughs> oh, that's right. I was going to plug that at the end. But yeah, we had, I had Ryan on... Uh, on my podcast, Ships oh my in the goodness. Night, and we got weird about some cross-fiction <laughs> cross romances. Cats. We didn't do any Marvel ships. Because, weird. But we did, a, we did a DC one. Oh, that makes sense. Because of, of Birds of Prey. And oh. Right Guy. Uh, we, did, uh, we did Harley Quinn and Krusty the Clown. What would happen if they hooked That's up? That's an interesting one. Send it, ship in the clowns was I my... I ship uh, them. Yeah. I do. That's I actually do. It's not an a interesting bad, story. Yeah. You should I'm check right it there. out on Ships in the Night. But we're talking Marvel today. Uh, let's start off with our lead story for the week, which is uh, some some twi- some stuff posted on Twitter and some rumors that have leaked out. Uh, I don't believe it's been officially confirmed, but apparently Sony has set a date for another Marvel movie, a Sony Marvel movie, uh, which, remember, is in a nebulous zone right now because we yeah. don't know if that's MCU or not, mm-hmm. right. but it is set for October 8th, 2021, which is next year, which is very quick. Yeah. Turnaround, considering that that means they have to start shooting this year, probably, or the earliest January of next year, or at the very, rather, at the latest January yeah. of next year. Uh, no word 
on what it could be. Uh, but what do you guys... I guess we talked about Craven as a potential mm-hmm. solo film last Correct. week. And, the, and there's that. There's also some rumors about Spider-Woman taking that spot. And there's been, an, obviously, a number of rumored things that Sony has in development with their Spider-Man mini-verse. Spider-Ham! Spider-Ham! Um, and keep in mind, this That'd does such a not live action thing. include the Spider-Verse sequels. Right. This is a live-action team-up, in theory. So it's, what do you guys think? Oh, gosh. Well, let even... me just put it out into the stratosphere. I mm-hmm. think it's a movie we've all been waiting for. May Parker, the second Avenger. I'll take my answer. <laughs> what? It's a great idea. May Parker? S- starring Marissa Tomei, of course. I mean... No, of course not. Uh, I think the Spider-Woman makes a lot of sense. But uh, I think it's too soon for Sinister Six. I think they need to build that wor- world a little bit more. I agree. I think that we might see them nudge a little bit. I mean, judging from that trailer for uh, Morbius, we might get a little bit of, uh, uh, you know, advance a little bit towards it, maybe Venom 2. But yeah, I feel like that's too soon for Sinister Six. So I feel like it would be something smaller than that. Uh, Spider-Woman makes sense because you don't need to introduce her anywhere other than in that movie. So... Uh, I'm going to put all my chips in on uh, Jessica Drew, a.k.a. Spider-Woman. Okay. I mean, Zia? Yeah, I was going to say, I honestly kind of have to agree. It makes the most sense. It's sort of in line with what's been going on. Um, And I don't know, like, what other characters they'd really want to bring in right now. Yeah. And I remember when when I was reading the announcement earlier in the week, it's like a Marvel slash Sony, one of those co-productions. And the character of Jessica Drew is one of those interesting ones because... Disney Marvel has the rights to her as a secret agent, but not any of the spider powers and not the Spider-Woman costume. Interesting. So if they want to use the character and use her well and introduce her in in a way where she could exist in both of these film series, uh, they should work together. Uh, They also don't need to, though. I mean, you can you can look. we had two Quicksilvers, you know, I mean, you certainly don't have to play nice if you don't want to. But I feel like if we are going to get Jessica Drew in a Spider-Woman movie, I think they would very much want to be able to use her in maybe not even Phase 4 movies, but definitely down the road. They would want to use her, even if they want to use her without her powers, sort of that far along. So uh, I, I I think there's a lot of a lot of ways that makes sense to have a Spider-Woman movie. I mean, look, S.W.O.R.D. is on the table at this point, and Jessica Drew has been a part of, of that storyline at certain points. Like, it's... I could see it be like see her being a spy in this more like in this sword world mm-hmm. where they have uh, and she's especially a part of the secret invasion storyline which there's different rumors of like do we get secret invasion soon um, the rumor so the rumor before because I don't I don't think it's Spider Woman but the rumor attached to the Spider Woman development story is that it would involve and this is like fresh out today that Michelle McLaren is on board to direct uh, Michelle McLaren, who has directed all manner of high-budget TV. Uh, We've talked about her before, including Mm -hmm. Game of Thrones, uh, Better Call Saul. You've got uh, the Westworld. Her list goes on and on. She's a great director. She can bring a lot to the the project. That'd be really cool. She was was on board Wonder Woman before creative differences led to a split, and then Patty Jenkins took over the project. I just love the creative differences. I just want to know what that is. I always just want to know what it is. It's probably Probably like the. I mean, sometimes I think it really is creative differences, but they always be like, so you know, we're just like it's not working out, so we're gonna. But it's like it's not working out in that way that like when you have a breakup where you're just like, 
you know, we're just uh, we're just two different people, and we're going to go our own ways. But in reality, that was like, I hate you. Why don't you get out of here? Just, <laughs> just take your ideas and get out. I don't want to, I don't want to ever see your face again. Yeah, these firing, these firing of around. directors are basically marriage story. You know, uh, that's how you really, yeah, really have to look at them. Pretty much. Right. Yeah. Um, like, the, the, the most amicable one that I've ever seen seems to be Scott Derrickson in Doctor Strange 2, because he's even, like, tweeting about, like, yeah, Sam, Sam Raimi's a great yeah. choice. Like, yeah. So that seems like the most where he was just like you know what you guys clearly want to make your movie i don't want to make that movie so like let's just chill yeah. uh like he he which is the right choice to make because otherwise you're compromising your work or you're doing something that you don't want to do it's not going to be great your heart's not in it like it's just yeah just step away yeah and we'll get into uh uh we'll get into dr strange too in a little bit but uh where was i, I lost my place Yes, Spider-Woman. Spider-Woman. Yes. Um, so the rumors that Michelle McLaren would be on board to direct. And then Alicia Vikander. Vikander? I always thought it was Vikander, but Vikander. I always thought it was Vikander. no yeah. idea. You get to say Swedish accent. Uh, that's German. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, just go with it. Uh, yeah. If, if I, do Sweden, sw- if I try to go Swedish, I'm just going to do Swedish chef. Yes. There you go. Yeah. Dirty Vikander. <laughs> yeah. um, Alicia Vikander. Uh, but so, uh, supposedly, Alicia Vikander, uh, who you may have most recently recognized as the new Lara Croft mm-hmm. in the, in 2018's Tomb Raider, mm-hmm. uh, is up for Jessica Drew. Which I, mean, I think is good casting. I Looks, sure. I haven't seen her in anything, so I actually don't know. I didn't see um, the... The uh, new Tomb Raider movie, because it did. I don't know. I just didn't. Love I mean, that's where she has the most honest way. She's been in plenty of other movies, but like she obviously yeah. is the lead character in that. So she wanna... was good. I thought she was great in that yeah. movie. That movie has has its own issues, but I thought she was really good. No, yeah, somebody, I, know, I did not watch it because of her. It it's somebody comfortable with action sequences. I mean, I always think that you know that's what you're looking for. You know, you don't want to get that. Um, so, uh, and Kami Egan in the chat is wondering who he would cast as Spider-Woman. So, say it's not Alicia Vikander. Does somebody come to mind? And uh, I've been trying to come up with somebody. Uh, but the the physicality and sort of being able to fight, I mean, I guess when you think about Peter Parker, you don't, none of them have been that. I mean, Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield, and point. Tom Holland. None of them do you look at those actors before they're ever Spider-Man and be like, well, they definitely fight and be a superhero. But that's the point yeah, of yeah. Peter but, Parker. But I think for her, you need it. So yeah. it, it, it's not, you know, it, it, it's it's a lot harder to think of somebody, you know? And I'm trying to think of, like, villains from James Bond movies or Mission Impossible. And, and you know, nobody's coming to mind immediately. But uh, let know, us know in the really chat. Let us know in the chat who you're thinking of. Oh. Yeah, please help us out so we don't... And, um, just spend, and, the, we spend the rest of the show just sitting here like this. So... <laughs> Senor Nerd wants to know if we think that the mystery project could be the uh, Black Cat Silver Sable, I guess... Silver Sable, I think, and Black Cat were separate. I they were, they were, were separate yeah, projects. Um, about either of those. It could be. I, my understanding is that both of those projects have been shelved. Yes, and that's like my yes, they, they could be getting brought up uh, like out of the rack. But I think with Sony potentially getting Spidey back, I think you save Black Cat for a Spider-Man story. Because uh, like again, I just don't think Felicia Hardy. But I've said this about all of the the villains that like I think that she's better off like being like having a strong B story in a Spider-Man film flick yeah um i think actually felicia hardy and spider-man having a romance once he gets to college is a great 
time to bring her in. Yeah. Um, especially if, like, by the time you get to the fourth movie where he and MJ have been dating for, for yeah. two two films, uh, or a film and a half at that point, that's, like, that's exactly when you bring in, like, a Spider-Man love interest versus a Peter Parker love interest. Well, yeah, and, like, I, get to I, play that's what that I was going to say, is I hope that they maintain the notion that uh, Felicia Hardy <laughs> is not at all interested in Peter Parker. But she yeah. loves, loves Spider-Man. Loves Spider-Man, but it's like, put the mask back <laughs> but on. But that's why it's, yeah. so, that's why well, it's that's so what, perfect. Yeah. That's is, like, amazing. He, the next movie, like, he just dates MJ, and they, like, they do their, they do whatever they're going to do, and, like, it's more about them hunting down this, this Peter okay, Parker. I'm going to say something else. Um, but, although I guess it gets I'm sorry. Come on, Tia. Get your mind out of the trash, trash. I live in the trash. That's true. Anyway. Let's go ahead, Zach. Sorry. So, oh, my God. So bringing Felicia onto the scene. Um, although I guess it, it changes a lot if everyone knows who Spider-Man is. Good point. Um, it, but that's but look, that's that's for the writers to uh, to deal with. So you don't think that Mephisto is going to make everyone forget that Peter Parker the, is You beat me to the joke. Uh, yeah, well, sorry. <laughs> I mean, look, you got Doctor Strange. Yeah, two it's not going to be that hard. Like, literally anything yeah. could happen. Uh, I wonder what Mephisto's kink is. <laughs> Oh, he likes to watch, obviously, because he can see everything. Oh, yeah. gotcha. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Thank you, Mr. Fantastic. That's not where I was going with that, but cool. <laughs> uh, it's probably torture. Let's be perfectly honest yeah. here. Yeah, it's, uh, it's yeah, heavy into that, yeah. into that world. <laughs> I'm not insulting Mephisto. He's the literal devil. Yeah. That's what he does. Like that. that was torture. Torturous. That was, that was Torturous. Uh, Emma Watson is Spider-Man yeah, just, and Kevin Egan? Yeah, that just popped up. I'm, oh, I'm not going to lie. I don't hate that. I don't hate it. Byron Broomhead also it. says Florence Pugh, who's another person that I know people really love right now, but I haven't seen but her in anything. she's going to be in Black Widow. She's, she's, I know. I'll see her yeah. in yeah. But so. no, no. So I can't imagine her being Spider-Woman. Ah, that's gotcha. why I say that. I, yeah. I mean, sense. look, people do double duty a little bit, but she's way that's way too like front-facing. Yeah. To, that's, uh, mm-hmm. uh, and look, I don't want to be unkind. Uh, people are suggesting Eliza Dushku. She's 39. I looked it up. I don't have a problem with that, but I think a studio is not going to hire a 39-year-old actress to depends, start a franchise. Depends. That, that's probably fair. Yeah. But it depends on the, the version of Spider-Woman yeah, you're going to do. Because if, if she loses the, her powers in this movie and then becomes secret agent Jessica Drew, then absolutely. I, I don't think she's a bad choice. I just think she's uh, she, they would look younger. Let's put I it mean, that she in the Buffy years would be great, like, yeah. though. Is that her now? Impossible to say. Thirty-nine. <laughs> it's true. That could be a picture from twenty years ago. And it's you true. Know. You would never know. Um, I think she would have been a good choice, definitely a while ago. But you could do a more recent, like the storyline where Jessica Drew is pregnant and like dealing with all yeah. that. Like true. that's a, that's like that's a good you point. Yeah, thirty-nine-year-old last douche. People like the role. idea of Tatiana Maslany from uh, Orphan Black. Uh, and Langley M. Neely has to say no. I said an Eliza Dushku type. He has yeah. to. <laughs> well, he's not type. the only one who mentioned it. Ah, so. there were yeah. others. Uh, the the girl from Sabrina, uh, uh, Kiernan, I can't remember Ship, her last name. Yeah, Ship, Shipka or Shipka, whatever. Yeah, yeah, from Mad Men. Oh, I like that. I yeah. really love her in Sabrina. Yeah, I don't so. say, but she doesn't. She's not physically imposing. And Spider Woman has right, like more of an not. imposing. She's very tiny. <laughs> yeah, about, uh, and it's not that you can't like bring that to bring that capacity to the role. But I think Spider Woman has an air of being like 
she's intimidating when she walks into a room. Like you, or not necessarily intimidating, but like you feel she's her a presence. strong presence in well, the room. Well, to be fair, in Sabrina, she does have a very strong presence. Not physically, but, but it's more like she, do, she manages to do that in spite of her appearance. Mm. And that's that, that character. That character is powerful despite how she looks. Right. Which is great. And that's exactly what that role is supposed to be. But I don't know that it translates the same way for Jessica Drew, mm-hmm. who is very self confident and like pushing everything out. Yeah. We're, we're getting some great suggestions. I'll just put two more in uh, before we move on. Uh, Daisy Ridley and uh, Evan Rachel Wood. So, uh, oh, I these, like that. These, yeah, these these are I all. Feel like there's a lot. There's a yeah. lot of people. I, I need to know just because Langley M. Neely said it really big. Tatiana Maslin. That's, that's who I said before Ma- from Orphan Maslani. Black. Oh, Orphan Black. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. And she, look, she's she'd I've be, never seen. She'd her. be great. She obviously she obviously is a phenomenal actress. And uh, she's got to find her next role. Why yeah. not uh, get Marvel to, or Sony, I guess, to be like, hey, come over here. Um, <laughs> Step into and, my web. And again, but well, here's so here's the reason I don't think it's Spider-Woman. <laughs> As yeah. we talk about all of these yeah. Spider-Woman problems. Hey. Spider-Man 3, uh, uh, Home for Hanukkah, uh, is scheduled now for July next year, July 2021. And this would be October 2021. And I don't think think Sony is going to want to double up on spider titled properties that quickly. Well, like I you're think barely that, getting yeah. Spider-Man out of theaters and then Spider-Woman pops up. Yeah. And I think I think that would also make uh you know the partnership with Marvel a little uh, nervous as well because who knows what movie they plan to have actual Spider-Man show up in next. So maybe they do want to have something without Spider in the title uh that soon. So yeah, I, I could uh, I could understand that. It could be now now another possibility and that it's like a sort of a similar thing, but it's been there's the rumor that Silk is being developed. Uh, which would fit a lot of the a lot of these like these pieces, um, and I could see Silk being well and someone th- that they bring there forward. There was the idea that Silk could be introduced in Venom too. I had not heard that, I, but I, I like I it. Heard that, yeah. So, huh. um, yeah. I like it. It's, I it's interesting. Hmm. That's interesting. I did the news. Her, her comic. I mean, you could shift her comic book origin yeah. to almost anything. Of course, um, it doesn't have to be like the same spider that bit Peter Parker, crawls away and bites one other person before it dies, which is her comic book story. Uh, and then she's hidden away from the world in a, in a vault for 40, 50 years. She's Louise. Uh, it was to protect us from the interdimensional vampires. Oh, well, yeah. when you put it that way, it makes sense. That's, yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what I'm <laughs> this always... Is comic. That's all in the comics, guys. I'm not making that up. Yeah. Um, okay, so there's, there's a bunch of possibilities. It could be another, uh, another villain one-shot movie seems the most likely to me. Um, if it is Craven the Hunter, that seems like a good thing. It could even introduce him over the summer in cool. Spider-Man and then like instantly drop his solo film so that you're like doing them back to back and you're like, oh, do you want more of that character you just met a little bit of? Here's a whole movie. Like or that. my theory, Paste Pot Pete, the untold story. <laughs> That's definitely. That, I've been waiting getting. for that. Dude, for... what if they started actually pulling out random obscure characters like that, and they're just like, "Yeah, here, Pace Pop Pete," and everybody's like, "What the is this?" As, as a lead in the movie, <laughs> that would be right. kind like, of amazing. I, I want no them to that. put those characters into like random <laughs> yeah. things. Like, I mean, look, you've seen a little bit of it. Uh, I want to like look if you if you watch like the DC animated Harley Quinn right yeah. now, they bring in everyone from like Calendar Man to Kite Man. Oh, that's amazing. Uh, uh, with Shark Guy. Um, 
I'm not as quick on my DC. Sure, you, you don't, don't look down the side of the desk. I can't. Uh, help. Sorry. Uh-uh. It's, there's, it's not there's my world. A, uh, there's a guy that's, that looks like a shark in the DC in the Batman. We'll just call him Jabberjaw from Hanna Barbera. Oh, Barbaro. I um, think they did that in a Flash episode. King Shark. Yeah, yeah, they did that in a Flash episode, right? Yeah. See, yeah, I thought, yeah. I thought it was the most vile shark villain of all, Baby Shark. But uh, that shows what I know. Oh my god. <laughs> but like, they they take his character and they just make him something completely unexpected in that show, and it's it's one of my favorite parts of that program. Anyway, I'm saying you can do that with characters, Sorry, not that version. That is King not Shark for those watching that on is YouTube. not the version that I fell in love. I was thinking of the one they actually had him in a tank of water, but like, didn't he get? I'm trying to remember. It was a long time well, ago that I saw that either, episode. We're, we're way no, off but, track. No, but in here. terms of minor characters, I mean, you know, Jessica Drew. What it was season? Sorry, Jessica Jones season two. They had uh, Wizard, you know, and I like when some, some of these smaller characters yeah, show up yeah. in that way. That's you know, fun. I, and yeah, so Pace if Pete, Pace Poppy <laughs> ever shows up like that, I'll be like, this is a great Look, movie. They had a, they had hints of Stiltman in Daredevil. Like yeah. they they yeah. had his stilts in the background. Because they could. Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors. And today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to. And you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.com. FM to get started. Anyway, so I, I think it is, and also I think Sony is really, really wants to get that Sinister Six movie going, and they've they got to get another villain in. For, because so right now, in Tafar's like here, their, their rogues gallery, if they're building this like separate Sinister Six universe, they've got Venom, Morbius, uh, Vulture. Yes. Uh, Carnage potentially, potentially, because he's coming up. So that's like four. If you get Craven in, and then whoever you're gonna get it in the next Spider-Man movie, that's your six with that with that October t- uh, 20, 2021 movie. Mm. So you can get there with the movies on the slate, assuming you want Carnage in the mix and like and all that stuff. But I mean, you could also bring it two at once if you bring like Scorpion in, who's already been introduced in Far From Home, uh, or not Far From Home, but he was introduced in um, uh, Homecoming. And don't forget, Shocker's still out there. That's you know? true. He, That's he, true. The first one died, but then the other guy, Shocker, and we haven't <laughs> done anything with him, so uh, he could always make an appearance. He yeah. would be, yeah. Although that'd be, a, he'd be a weird choice for the Sinister Six. Yeah. I know. I mean, I want, I want Sandman. I, I want, I want oh, Doc Ock. I mean, I, you know, I, I want the, 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 the A list. That's the thing to do a Sinister Six without Doc Ock yeah. or Green Goblin yeah. feels very odd. Do you think they'll introduce those characters again before, if they do that, before they bring them in? Or is that just going to be something where they're like, ah, they're just here. Well, they tried. We're doing it. They tried to do it in uh, Amazing Spider-Man 2. Right. Where they had Harry Osborn and then they... And they had Chris Cooper cast as Norman Osborn. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so they were they were ready. I mean, they were ready. And they ready. showed off the ar- they showed off Doc Ock's arms yeah. in that one sequence. But, but they just never, but, obviously... But then and, the movies blew and up. You had, and you had B.J. Novak as Aleister Smythe. You had a lot 
lot. They were planting a lot of seeds for movies that never happened because uh, you know because that movie only made a half a billion dollars. Planting seeds. They were throwing oh, the seeds it? at your half face. Yeah, it wasn't enough. Oh. I mean, for you know, for a, for a Marvel adjacent property, it uh, it, it literally wasn't well, enough. Well, it was then we got the Sony leak, yeah. which led to the Sony higher ups being like, "Wait, you could have be we could be part of the Disney Marvel <laughs> universe, and we're not. What's what? wrong with you?" Yeah. Uh, and that's how we got to where we are today. Um, anyway, so moving not too far, but while we're talking about these these one-off villain movies, I want to talk about Morbius a little yeah. bit, because we had another set photo leak this week of a bus, uh, a bunch of people caught this. I even caught some people that, like, friends that were just, like, nearby were, like, walking out of the, their place. They're like, hey, look at this. Snap. Um, and what you got was a bus ad that says, where is Spider-Man? And that's that's interesting enough that there's like more spider stuff yeah. in the background and where is Spider-Man clearly again it t- it's tying to uh, a potential like thing at the end of Far From Home where yeah. Peter Parker probably has to go on the run yeah um, and they do know at this point what that movie is going to be because it's coming out in a year and a half oh my gosh it's very soon already yeah wow uh, t- July 2021 oh my god that's so exciting uh Look at that! But so you have yeah, so you have well, where Spider-Man. But what's more interesting, and it's really really small, so you can't quite see it from here. But it has the Daily Bugle, like it's like follow, for, get your get your news at the Daily Bugle, and it is the Daily Bugle logo from the Sam Raimi Spider-Man movies. Yes, I have seen that uh, reported that way. It's the actual Daily Bugle yeah. Bugle logo. So yes, but, as included but, in the Sam Raimi movies, but it's also the way it appears in the comics. But specific. But the but the reason that I, I say that it is specifically not the one that we saw in right. Spider Man Far From Home. Right. The DailyBugle.net. Yeah, it is definitely not that logo. That yes. so so this is like so maybe we're not in the MCU. But if we are tying to a particular cinematic universe, it would be the Sam Raimi universe. And we've already seen the Sam Raimi costume spray painted on a wall. Mm -hmm. So follow me down this crazy train of logic where I think Sony is trying to and like maybe it's even going to come into play with Doctor Strange 2 diving us through the multiverse. Setting up a way, a world in which they use the characters interchangeably with Marvel and they sort of let the casts flow back and forth. And it's where is Spider Man? And he's been gone for 20 years. And Tobey Maguire is Spider Man in this weird side universe. I mean, look, if if I were Tobey Maguire Spider-Man, I also would have hung it up after Spider-Man 3. I would have been like, man, that just did not go well. God, I was... am not going to Spider-Man anymore. I'm done Spidering. And it's Spider-Man 3 is why I'm like, you know what? I don't need to go back to the Sam Raimi universe. Those first two are great. But uh, it's interesting. And I do like the idea of... You have certain elements that uh, that might come in and out, especially when you start to deal with the, uh, you know, spider verses and, and multiverses and things. But uh, I can't imagine we would actually see Tobey Maguire as an older Peter Parker, but it would be fa- be fascinating. Here's the reason that I think it's a possibility because it's a crazy possibility that makes no sense, but. Sony and Marvel went back and forth on that that deal for a while, trying to figure out what it is, and Sony clearly wants to use Spider-Man in these one-off movies where these spin- they just want to have like Peter Parker pop up and do his thing, but they don't want it, but but 
Kevin Feige isn't willing to let his version of Peter Parker really play that way because he wants to keep his universe self-contained. So if Sony can say, okay, your movies get Tom Holland, but we're going to keep doing our own thing over here with our characters, and we're going to have Spider-Man show up in our previously established billion-dollar franchise version of Spider-Man, where they don't necessarily need him to be there all the time, but if but if Tommy Wire Spider-Man can just show up here and there, and he's this like older, wiser Peter Parker, you can do that, and then eventually get to live action Spider-Verse. I mean, I think that uh, <laughs> like it's entirely possible. But if you're gonna have a Spider-Man, don't, you don't need to cast Tobey Maguire. You just you just have Spidey in the suit swing by. You know, uh, but, but that's what. But what I mean yeah. is, you can get Tobey Maguire to come in, and he's a he's a draw in and of itself to get you going back. But you don't need him to be doing all the stunts. That's the beauty of Spider-Man. You just need a guy in a costume. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and if he's just a sort of a side thing, like tie these yeah. universe together until you get to Sinister Six, you get to keep that universe going and building you get alfred molina to come back and like you and like that's like a crazy long game but i'm weirdly about it and it would let both of these universes exist separately until we get like a toby mcguire andrew garfield tom holland uh, and then like, you get you bring in like Chris Pine and uh, that would be oh, so yeah. random. And, uh, yeah, and, and, and what's his name? Jake. Jake. Well, it's Jake from from New Girl, which is how I always think. Well, his it. name's Nick on New Girl. Um, his, Jake, the actor, Jake, Johnson. Nick, Jake, Johnson. Jake Johnson. Jake Johnson. Yeah. I'm, yeah, there's a lot of names in my head. Uh, Jake, Nick, Pete, Pete, Peter again. And don't forget, don't forget Nicholas Hammond from the 1977 Spider-Man TV series. We need to see him as a very old. Well, of course, a very old. Uh, let's just uh, let the chat uh, rain on your parade a little bit. Oh come La- on, Langley, Langley M. Neely, uh, who shares my birthday. Happy birthday! Uh, this Raimi Happy Spider-Man birthday. multiverse thing is a nonsense theory. And then Chris, <laughs> here, Chris has the best answer. Some Sony guy just grabbed a stock photo and made that poster. And I just, just the, the simplicity of that is like, oh, we're having so much fun talking about it. It, it, it. Chris could be right, by the way. Probably. It, it's still fun to talk about, but it's like, yeah, just be like, oh, yeah, I just grabbed that logo. Oh, is that is that logo not the right one I should have used? Oh, okay. Sorry, guys. Oh, well, whatever. But it's funny. Thunder uh, God Cairo 770 also says, ugh, the continuity for Morbius already sounds like a mess. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Well, it only is if they like, depending on how much they actually bring in yeah. outside stuff. Um, yeah. Look, we know that the, the, the version that was put on the wall, which, yes, was the Sam Raimi suit, is a still specifically from the video game. Right. So it's something that Sony had all of the rights to, and by using that costume, didn't have to pay out right. Marvel's like people. Because as soon as you use a costume, you have to pay out those costumers and those designers and those producers. And like technically, I think you might have to pay Tom Holland at that point. Uh, but because they took it from a video game and it's an old suit, they don't have to pay nobody except themselves. Nice. Um, so that's like that's the whole thing there. Uh, any other thoughts on well, the, 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 the other thoughts evil? is uh, you know that uh, these sorts of things are being planted online to get people to talk about a movie that Sony is worried about. There are a few people in the chat who have said that. Sky and- Patterson also says it's a cool theory, but how about no? <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> it's fine. So funny, but I uh, love I love that the ch- this is the first time I think the chat has heard one of my insane theories and been like Zach, shut they're up. Just, <laughs> they're just not on board. Yeah, usually they're re- they're happy to come yeah, with you, and this time true. they're just like no, no, no. But uh, Jenna gives you credit. It's 
it's a koi like theory, a koi jandro like theory. <laughs> that so, is yeah. high praise. Yeah, because it's go. very convoluted. Look, I've had these crazy theories. I've been having these crazy theories on the Afterbuzz Popcorn Talk Networks ever since season two of Agents of Shield, <laughs> where I concocted a logical reason why Coulson was secretly Marvel in disguise, and we were going to find out that uh, at the time Sky was actually Carol Danvers, <laughs> Captain Marvel. Well, that's, I proved that's a- it. At the time. At oh, at the, the time. time. I'm, like, I'm like, wait, you do uh-huh. prove it. But yes. Can I ask a question? Oh, my gosh. Look, it's Mr. Fantastic. We're right in the booth. booth. I just want to ask these Marvel experts. I just need... I have to float something out there, right? You got Sam Raimi doing the Madness in the Multiverse movie. Hypothetically. Hypothetically. You're not telling me you don't think there's a possibility with a multiverse in the title, that being in the movie, that there's a chance we get a multiverse scene where Tobey Maguire comes on screen as Spider-Man. Oh. I've been talking about that for 20 minutes. I think Doctor Strange could crash through Tobey Maguire's you know, apartment in, in uh, Forest Hill, Queens, where he's still living with that Aunt May, you know, uh, you know, even though he's you know, in his 40s, but he still lives with Aunt May, because why not? Yeah, of course. Uh, yeah, I think that would be a fun little sort of Easter egg thing. Uh, I, I think that would be great, especially if Sam Raimi directs that film. It, it would be... Uh, I don't know. I think that could be a lot of fun. But, also, uh, Koi Jandra just popped in the chat. He like heard his name, and he's, now he's in the chat. No way. <laughs> yeah, he said, wait, did somebody say Koi Jandra? That's amazing. <laughs> That's, it's true, because if you oh. – actually, if you turn out the lights and you stare in the mirror and you say his name 20 times, he shows up behind Koi, you. Koi, you're on my side, right? <laughs> Sam Raimi, Spider-Man is going to be in the Morbius movies and all, take over all of the Spider-Verse the, – the Sony-verse – Live action heroing. Koi signal. I love that. Um, okay. <laughs> All right. So, th- so I thought one I of think these things happens. If Sam Raimi does direct Doctor Strange 2, I would expect if, if we get some sort of trippy sequence where we're crashing through different multiverses, yeah. I expect that we'll get some kind of wink wink thing at his. his Spider-Man movies. I don't. I would be shocked if there wasn't. But unless there's going to be some bigger plan for those movies, it'll be like one of those things where you just have like a corner of the screen, and if you freeze frame, you can see Tobey Maguire kind of thing. Yeah, I could see like, that. It won't be maybe, a big piece. Maybe of it. he's having lunch with Lou Ferrigno as old Hulk. Because <laughs> why not at that point? You know? But that's so that's the thing. Like I could see them doing a bunch of that, but that also is like very. DC TV universe Crisis on Infinite Earth style where you have Brandon Routh playing two roles in I mean, the same it, episode. It looked like they were having fun. So. It was. It was. It, it, like, those were going wrong. I had a lot of fun watching that thing, yeah. but it's also very cheesy and you don't want to overdo those right. things. Uh, so... <laughs> Sorry, they, then the idea that Doctor Strange goes into the Evil Dead universe, and I'm sorry, whoever said that, it jumped, uh, yeah. But uh, I can't give you credit, because I... And look, we could see thing. Bruce Campbell as Mysterio. Oh, because... Bruce Campbell will definitely be in that movie, if Sam Raimi... I don't know I don't know he's going to play. He'll be in it. He'll be yeah. in it. I mean, that was the whole, like, I, I, it's, that's our lost thing from Spider-Man 4, was that we never got to see Bruce Campbell as Mysterio. I yeah. mean, look, that's the biggest letdown of all. Um, but speaking of Doctor Strange 2... Uh, it has a new writer, and I have more questions on how they're planning to hit this supposed May film date. There apparently wasn't even a first draft. Yeah. Like, yeah. there wasn't even well, a first draft written. Oh, that's not necessarily true. It's just that the writer from the original Doctor Strange, who everyone publicly thought had been hired to write it, he said that it was not true and that he had not written any drafts of Doctor Strange. Right, too. so there, there is... 
a draft of the script, but, not, but Scott Derrickson, yeah, Scott they Derrickson. didn't actually get yeah. to write. Yeah, because I mean, when you look at when you look at the credits for a lot of these movies, you'll see that it's it's very different. It's not worth getting into. But when it's writer A N D someone, they wrote it together, and then when it's the the symbol for end, then that's a rewrite, and then another. You know, so you have to give credit to everybody, but you always well, give credit to whoever writes the first version, even if you change everything about the script. They always have to have their name included. The symbol for yeah. end means it was a team. Yeah, that those I, two I, I worked reverse. together. Yeah. If, the, yeah. if it's spelled out, it means that those are separate. Yeah. They did separate passes. They didn't work together. They were separate writing. Right. They're, yeah. Their passes at the, it's the opposite the of what I said. Yes, what, what said, yeah. yeah. Um, ampersand impl- implies that they are friendly. Yes, it does. Is what that, that means <laughs> doesn't necessarily hold up true, but it means they worked together and sat in the same room for a, de- a determined period of time. Um, anyway, so now uh, we have a uh, the writer who I, his last name is Wal- Michael Waldron. Uh, is apparently taking over to rewrite the Doctor Strange ship from a draft by Jack Schaefer, who that name sounds familiar. Jack Schaefer is currently the showrunner for WandaVision. Oh. Um, wow. And if all of those names sound familiar, it's because Michael Waldron is currently the showrunner for Loki. So all these people very busy. Yes. Very, yeah, wow. Um, Spread the wealth a little bit. But Michael yeah. Waldron is yeah. also... Don't give all the jobs to the same three people. You know, there's plenty of other people who can could write a Doctor Strange movie. It also feels very appropriate mm-hmm. for him to take over this multiverse thing because True. he has written for Rick and Morty. Well, there you go. So if anyone's going to take over something with portals and multiple universes, a Rick and Morty writer seems pretty much on the nose. I take your word for it. Uh, have you not watched Rick and Morty? No, okay, it's been we, on don't time, we don't have time, I know, Zia. I know. God. It's been, it's been on my list for a while. Yeah. Uh, so that's all we really Let's know, know is that there is a new writer on board and it's a good choice. Um, I'm still confused as to when they're planning to do this movie because it's supposed to come out next year, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's the current release date for Doctor Strange 2? Um, I believe it's like May 7th, 2021. Yeah. It, I think yes, that's it, what it was. You are 100% right. Yeah. May 7th. So literally, we're talking mm-hmm. about a year and three months. 15 to months from now, written. this movie is supposed to be in theaters. They don't even have a final draft. Oh, good lord of the script, let alone, like, started filming. And we, look, we don't or know how much he's... director. Look, he could be coming on to do, like, a punch-up pass yeah. and do clean-up on You'd it. Just be there to add jokes. They That's could true. have, like, two-thirds of it already storyboarded and scripted. Like, who knows even how long Sam Raimi's been on board at this point. Like, That's and how, how much they're going to let from Scott Derrickson's plans just carry over and keep going. We we don't know. It's it's all behind the scenes, and these guys at this point, how many movies have they made? Like oh, like over two dozen of these movies. It's like it's a it's close to a TV show where they make an episode, which keep in mind is forty five minutes of TV. Is they shoot it in a week generally, maybe yeah. two if it's more complicated. Yeah. So they they can do it. They can pull it off, and they, Marvel is a, Marvel Studios is practically a factory at this point. That's true, and they got all the money in the world behind and, them. And, so and that's they, usually that's not going to be an issue when we're talking about directors getting fired and replaced. It's usually people that are going to slow down the factory for some reason. It's like, no, we need you on the assembly line making our product so that it comes out on the day it's supposed to. You're you're making too much trouble. We're going to get somebody else. And I'm not I, saying that that's this case. I just mean in the past that's been yeah. the approach. Like we need people that'll just basically follow orders what i'm hoping for though my only concern with this is i don't want another ant-man on our hands because that ant-man changed director hands with a year before filming i believe it was pretty close yeah but even that 
it was very obvious that they did not have the time, like Peyton Reed did not have the time to reshape the movie in all the ways he wanted to change it. Right. And what you got was this sort of stilted half one guy's vision, half another, and it just never quite clicked into place as much as I love Ant-Man. That first movie has a lot of problems that could have probably, if they'd taken another year, or had the director just had another year that he had been working on it, gotten it smoothed out and made it much better. Um, so I don't want them to rush it be- just because they announced a date and forced through a movie that's not up to snuff. Would you rather them do what they did with New Mutants? And just finish the movie and let it sit around no, for two years? well, it's not the same thing because yeah. New no, Mutants... I'm New Mutants was a movie that they had shot and then they, they were going to make some big changes to because they weren't happy with what the director's vision was. Yeah. And now we're getting a cl- just, like, the director's vision. I'm so actually excited about we, that. that. Like, who knows? That might end up making it one of the most interesting of the X-Men movies because it hasn't been sort of yeah. homogenized by the studio. Yeah. So... We'll have to see where that comes. We'll have to see where these movies go. But uh, I want to make sure we have time to talk about Loki. Because uh, depending on how you uh, listen to or watch this podcast, you may or may not have gotten the story that we we dropped the ball on last week. Uh, if you listen to the podcast, we I added an addendum after because we literally went off the air and then went... Oh no! We forgot the Owen Wilson story. Oh wow! Yeah, it's forgot been... that Owen Wilson's hanging out with Loki. Oh no! Yeah. It had been six days at that yeah, point I had since done, it dropped. I had done it at the beginning of the week for Marvel News Daily, so I hadn't thought about it. Yeah, I just had, completely forgot that but, we hadn't talked about it. But uh, yeah, so I tagged it on an audio post, but the video people just like didn't get that news because yeah. we forgot. But uh, yeah, wow. wow, Owen Wilson. Yeah, everybody, get out your wows. Yeah, because uh, yeah, <laughs> Owen Wilson is apparently in, coming to Loki in a major. Role, and we also got another piece of casting this week, and I am so sorry. Wait, no, Zia no, had Zia to learn how to pronounce it. it. Zia, you I, take the blame. I don't know if this is no, right. I'm just, this is the way I read it. It's mm-hmm. Gugu Mbatha Ra, yeah, but I don't know that's if it. that's exactly what it is. It sounds but. great, though. <laughs> sounds good. Yeah. Um, but she is... so. Uh, she is also joining uh, the Loki series in an unknown role. You may have seen her in, as uh, this is the first place that I remembered from was uh, she was Martha Jones' sister on Doctor Who. Yeah. That's so exciting. Uh, which like if you, she only pops up in a couple episodes here yeah. or there, but like yeah, I remembered that character. Yeah, I, I remember now as, that you told yeah, me, as soon but as I you didn't said recognize. Oh, I didn't recognize her, but I'm like, oh, I remember that Martha had a sister for sure, and she played Kelly in the San Junipero episode of Black Mirror, which is a very, a really good episode of Black Mirror. She's a series regular on uh, the morning show, also. Oh, I haven't. I don't, well, have, Apple. I don't yeah. have Apple Plus. I don't either. Nah, I just I know either. that from reading about it. Um, and Apple then TV also, Plus? she was in Motherless Brooklyn with. Um, Edward Norton, which I haven't, I, seen want, I haven't seen it either, and I want to see it, but she's like getting a lot of work, so this is it's cool. So she's already worked with the Hulk, is that what you're saying? Yeah. Okay, great. She's yeah. already connected to the MCU. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. But, so now, so these two are going to be in Loki. Uh, I have no idea who uh, uh, Gugu uh, Mbathara might be playing. Uh, I had some ideas for Owen Wilson. I think he might... Uh, well, I guess it could go with either one of them. When they said major role, I thought he might be uh, part of that the agency that we talked about last yeah. week. Um, <laughs> where he's like... He's the one who arrests Loki and is like interrogating him throughout the series of the show. I do like that I idea, just like to see sure. T- Owen Wilson interrogating uh, Tom Hiddleston yeah. as Loki. I, yeah. That would entertain me. 
Yeah. Also, you would, I would, I would totally buy Owen Wilson after so many Wes Anderson movies with Owen Wilson. I would totally buy him as an interdimensional cop. Absolutely, I can see that too. I, I, yeah. yeah, I think that's totally. a great role for him. Uh, uh, what about like you? It. Do you have do you guys have any other ideas? I saw someone mention Clea, but obviously that doesn't make sense for Loki. I was like reading it, and they were like Clea, and I was like, wait, what? That doesn't. But unless mm. like I don't know, they're going to work that in somehow. I mean, look, this is coming out in 2021, pretty close to Multiverse of Madness. Um, you, so you, so magic could potentially be a big thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also, if you're going to seed more characters for Doctor Strange too, because we're already seeding Wanda through WandaVision to go into that movie, who knows? Uh, yeah, and I'll I'll disagree with uh, Jenna James. It's not going to be a character like Kang or Nightmare. I don't think it's going to be somebody that big for Loki, uh, especially Kang. I don't think Kang is someone that we're going Kang the Conqueror. I don't think that's someone we're going to see in a TV show. I think we're going to see him in a movie, and you know he's he's probably the the next Thanos level big bad guy that we'll work up to at some point but uh but when he was younger he was a mortis so maybe the young version of kang uh there's always that possibility yeah to me kang is the best choice for ne- our next Thanos level big bad yeah maybe doom uh but Galactus. i See, Galactus is it doesn't work to me because he's too similar to Thanos. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, like Galactus is a great threat, but in le- like unless you're doing a like he all of his versions fit similarly to Thanos, where yeah, it's like point. destroying the planet, and you need somebody who's not about destroying the planet, but is going to hit on a more personal level. So you either go political with someone like Doctor Doom because he is more about like in, like sliding in and like taking over, just like ruling, which is different than Thanos, where he just wanted to like do his snap his fingers, do his thing and disappear. Or someone like Kang, whose literal only goal is to come in and destroy the Avengers themselves and yes. then get out of there. Which is a much more deep interpersonal thing. Especially now that secret invasion is kinda off the table. Uh, mm-hmm. I know we're uh, running low on time. Last comment from the chat. Chris Clark, regardless of who he is playing, he'll pretty much just be Owen Wilson. That's a great And that's point. the best observation <laughs> that any of yep. us can but, have. But Absolutely. That's why if he's part of the time variance authority that's a great, and he's yeah. just like there as Owen, like he's there as the same person he always is, but he's working for yeah. this multi-dimensional force. He could be, it could be Owen Wilson who it, who happens to be like <laughs> the the actor Owen Wilson is an agent of the Time Variance Authority, and so he's just here. You know, I'm just here to help you out. I think I made him into uh, a Muppet. I think you uh, did just yeah. now, <laughs> but but really, isn't he? And that's what the, the, the thought that wrong. we want to leave you here today like with our that. Marvel Moon News. Isn't okay, Owen Wilson a Muppet? Because yeah. it's raw, you Muppet! <laughs> Gordon Ramsay used uh, that as a... He called a chef, a chef that as an insult. A Muppet. Yeah, think, it was amazing. I think if you look like a Muppet... Be, I would turn him a bit of thank you. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's a huge compliment. Well, hey guys, uh, that's going to do it. That's all of our time here today on Marvel Movie News. Thank you so much for joining us. We will be back next week with even more news hot off the nerd press. Until then, Christian... Where can everyone find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at ChristianDMZ. And tonight, over on AfterBuzz TV at 9 p.m. Pacific on the Star Trek Picard After Show. So please, join us there and engage with us in the chat. Thank you. Oh, you... Thank you. Um, I'm Zia Anderson, and you can find me on Twitter and Instagram (laughs) at Zia underscore Len. That's X-I-A underscore Len. Also, go check out my Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash Zia Land. 
Just Zealand, no underscore. And I'm Zach Wilson. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at ThatZachWilson. Be sure to check out my other podcast, Ships in the Night, where we had, as we talked about before, Ryan in the booth there to get weird with us. We also talked about what would happen if Mufasa hooked up with old Deuteronomy from Cats, because that's (laughs) the kind of world that I like to live in. That's called Ships in the Night. And this has been Marvel Movie News. Thanks for geeking out with us. From producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit PopcornTalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of its owners or principals.